0: We know how fast we can go. Larry on. These are the facts as we don't know There is an epidemic of mass murder being committed by a virtual army of unidentified assassins. Oh, my God!
1: Welcome to the extra special Halloween edition of No Filler for 2022. I think this is our fourth year in a row of doing a Halloween episode, Q. Yeah, yeah, I think so, dude. So we did The Undoing of David Wright was our first one, which that episode still holds a special place in my heart, dude. That one was a blast. That, yep, that was good. John Carpenter was out the next one? I believe so. And then it was um, Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats. Which have been the last two episodes on the channel. You know, I thought since Halloween falls on a Monday this year, tonight, as you're listening, this is Halloween, right? (laughs) Um, You know, our episodes fall on a Monday. So I wanted to have some of our previous Halloween episodes leading us up to this moment when we could drop our Halloween episode on our release day, our typical release day, you know, which is Monday night. So that means you also have... The what you heard for October in your feed as well, because I, if all goes well, Q, I I pieced it together because I haven't done it yet, <laughs> which I just kind of give you a peek behind the curtain here. It's not actually Halloween when we're recording this, but it sure does feel like a cue because we're listening to. I want to see if you can guess who that. What could you tell who the vocalist? Anything that I say is going to upset just you. Give it. A, give it a shot. Yeah. Give it a shot. I mean, just don't say Metallica. <laughs> just don't say metallica i'm not kidding you i was about to say it sounds like james heffield but i didn't man, i, I that's, wasn't that's, gonna go the route of that's metallica i was gonna go the route of what other project has he been doing <laughs> here's an here's guess number two okay limp biscuit just kidding uh, i <laughs> dude i don't know i really don't okay, I, you know how, how i am man I, I, i'm not a metal head I'm, no, I'm not even a metal fan really totally fine um, and that's what's interesting about this record, Q, is that it appealed to a lot of people outside of uh, the metal, um, you know, metal circles, right? But that was Rob Zombie. Okay. And uh, the record is actually from his, you know, his initial band, White Zombie. So this is um, a record called *La Sexorcisto: Devil Music Volume One*. That's the name of the record. And when did this come out? came out in 1992. Okay. It's their third studio record by White Zombie. And their first kind of foray into just more like, I guess, approachable, accessible, heavy metal riffs and stuff like that. They actually started as like an art rock college band, oddly enough. Like the art school kids that met up and started making music, right? A tale as old as time, right? <laughs> um, but Rob Zombie, obviously, is almost more known now for his horror movies, right? Because he has done a ton of stuff. He did Devil's Rejects, and he did House of a Thousand Corpses, and then more, I guess, controversially, he did a Halloween reboot back in 2007. He did his own version of, of Michael Myers and Halloween and stuff like that. Well, Yeah, I'm looking at his filmography. He did another one, Halloween 2. Yeah, he did He did one. I, yeah, he did two. And then he just kind of it sounds like he his uh monsters remake that just came out was a massive dud apparently oh man <laughs> which uh, yeah the stills from it looked really cool the, the yeah photo stills yeah apparently it just wasn't good so anyway he's controversial in in the in the horror uh circles uh, people love love and hate him kind of thing but you know originally he was you know white zombie rob zombie right doesn't his wife do everything with him yeah, and that's okay. Yeah, they're like a That's team. one of the reasons that people are like, "Come on, man! Do you really have to include your wife again? She's not that good at acting." Uh, oh, she's an actress. Okay. Yeah, she's she, yeah. she yeah she he includes her in, in all of his films. Gotcha. Anyway, so I think most people probably know if there's one white zombie song that you know, it's probably more human than human. Everybody remembers that song from the nineties. If you don't recall it, like you would know it if I played it for you okay you would instantly you instantly recognize it if you heard the opening riff too you just might not you probably don't know that it's white zombie but it's it's white zombie that was kind of like their their biggest hit but this was the record that kind of put them on the map and the reason that i'm playing it for this bonus halloween episode is because all throughout this record are samples from like b horror movies and like um Uh, you know like what are the Grindhouse type movies and stuff like that yeah yeah. Um, specifically he plays a lot from zombie films Um, he's got uh, Dawn of the Dead he's got yeah Night of the Living Dead Hellraiser 2 The Omen The Exorcist so Rob Zombie obviously a massive horror fan that's why he makes horror movies right and it was just really cool what what they did with this record I'm gonna quote um this guy who wrote a um 30 year uh retrospective on the record. Because 30 years uh this year actually, March of 2022 was the 30 year anniversary, which is kind of kind of a big deal. But I, I like the way that uh this guy says this here. Uh he says that it's a um it's a movie for your ears. Oh, I like that. And it kind of plays like a long form, right? like a much like you know, it's probably safe to say the Queens of the Stone Age were paying homage a little bit to this record because there's a couple of tracks and we're going to play one of them uh, that are, you know, just 20 second tracks. But it's like you're flipping through the radio station in your car and you're hearing some stuff just like uh, songs for the deaf. Right. Totally. Yeah. They, I'm sure they're huge White Zombie fans. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. he uh, White Zombie actually went on tour. With Caius at some point in the '90s, which is you know well, there you go, man. Josh Homme's first, I guess, his first more successful band. Anyway, um, so this is gonna be short and sweet. We're just gonna jump right into tunes here, and yeah, this record, man. After I play these two tracks for you people out there listening, what I would suggest you do: jump in your car and just hit play on track one, drive around your neighborhood, you know, jump out. Grab, you know, grab some candy, go to the next house, grab some more candy (laughs) if you still do that or with your kids or whatever, but have this, have this record on in the background. It's, it's perfect for just cruising around on Halloween night. Awesome. Everything about this record is just like steeped in like just this really grungy kind of like rough around the edges, kind of like vibe and stuff like that. This is actually a really good explanation uh, from this guy, somebody did a review on Metal Archives said um the you know the band themselves they kind of looked like a bunch of apocalyptic voodoo hippies
0: who had gone
1: <laughs> on a shoplifting spree through Vegas and the sunset strip. Oh my right. gosh. Yeah. I'm looking at the album cover now. Yeah that, that yeah, dude. that's perfect man. They had a nice, they had a vibe, a whole vibe going. On. All right, so here we go. We're actually gonna jump down and we're gonna focus on the last part of the record, I guess. But we're gonna start and we're gonna have these songs play into each other because that's how it was intended to to be in the record. So I'm going to play this first track here and it's going to lead us into the next one. This is one of those like radio intermission type songs. So this is called Knuckle Duster Radio 2B and it's going to fade in or it's going to transition into a song called Thrust. Here we go.
0: Now what we have to ask is why is it that God has admonished us to hate evil? Well, first of all, God loves you. <laughs> 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 He said he drove new the victims then strangled them and finally dismembered their bodies. Oh, right then does available homelessness and, <laughs> and all that. And now the voice you've been waiting for. <laughs>
1: What a blast, right? It's just yeah, like really. an onslaught of like you know sensory overload, right? There's just so much stuff going on, and that you know sort of uh, that that sample that you heard was from a uh, radio broadcast that was played in the, in the Night of the Living Dead film, right? So they're talking about the zombies, you know, coming back and seeking out their human victims and stuff. But anyway, <laughs> really cool. Yeah, that was great. And obviously, the name White Zombie. Is the name of a 1932 horror film starring Bella Lugosi, which is you know the Universal monster um, Dracula, right? The famous Dracula that everybody thinks of, right? So even their name is is from horror, right? So everything about this this group is steeped in horror, and it's a perfect companion to metal, right? Horror and metal have always been two sides, dude, at the same two coin. sides of the same coin, absolutely, and. You know, that's that's what makes this record so enjoyable to listen to because you know, as you heard, they they really they do a great job integrating those clips into it to where it really does sound like you're you're it's part of the, the ride that you're going on. It's definitely a labor of love, you can tell. Like piecing that all together. Yeah, let me let me let me quote uh this this guy from the Metal Music Archives. Uh this person well, you only get a username. So this this website, metalarchives.com, is literally just user-submitted reviews, right? So it's not, you just get a username. But this person um, wrote, wrote this in 2017, October 23rd. So this person was also listening to this record in the month of October. He says, for me, the real attraction to Devil Music Volume 1 was how it created this entire universe of horror, exploitation, smut, and schlock And then seamlessly fused it to the riffing and vocal styles, and yeah, that's perfect, dude. Definitely, yeah, dude, that's great, spot on. And I like how they call it "devil music" because, like, you know, they're just sort of poking fun at at like the, uh, you know, the satanic panic stuff, right? Just like saying, yeah, it's it's devil music. Like you can call it that if you want. We're gonna call it that. (laughs) Yeah. All right, let's go to the next clip here. The very next track, the clips that you're gonna hear. Uh, Once again, they're actually sampling music from the Night of the Living Dead film. And then you're going to hear a clip from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 1974 horror film. And then there's going to be some sort of like clip from a 1950s teen instructional swimming film. So it's just a bunch of stuff, right? But anyway, all right, here we go. So this this song is called One Big Crunch, and then it's going to fade into the next track on the record called Grindhouse A Go-Go.
0: Only parts of the course have been removed. Only parts of the course have been removed. Only parts of the course have been removed. Only parts <laughs> of the course have been removed. Making far more impression on his skull than on the lady.
1: like this should be blasted in a haunted house like so loud that it's almost uncomfortable (laughs) yeah yeah well i was actually thinking like you know because we so we we go and we walk around the neighborhood with our our nephew
0: Mm -hmm.
1: his neighborhood right for for halloween so i'm not gonna be at my house tonight i should say uh to you know (laughs) hand out the candies and whatnot so i was thinking you know maybe i'll just kind of open up my my window in the front and just put like a speaker in there and just like have this on repeat or something like that. That would because we 'cause we're we're gonna have decorations and stuff up and like candy in a bowl somewhere for somebody, some kid who wants to, you know, grab a handful, you know. Yeah. But sure. um yeah. Dude, you and I we used to do this kind of stuff. Remember when we were kids, we had all the time, man. We had uh, we probably talked about this on the show before, but we used to do it, you know you really can't call it a haunted house, but it was more of a haunted front yard, I guess it was a haunted porch, yeah, it was a haunted porch yeah you'd you'd go up to the front of the house and I guess we handed out candy at the end of and yet you, you wrapped around you walked around the side of our house. Around this to the side between and the two you get houses. dumped into the alleyway basically. You get dumped into the alley because yeah. we were the house at the very corner of the street, so you wouldn't, you know, you just yeah. bust the left and you're back on the street, right? Which I guess in retrospect may have been a little bit. you go, kids, good luck in the alleyway, you know what I mean? Well, you know what, dude? The uh, this was you know, this was the, this yeah. early 2000s, but yeah, we yeah, we would basically hang up black, we, we bought a bunch of black, like you know, sheets from joanne fabrics or whatever and just like hang it to to create a tunnel kind of thing like in the in the porch right and you'd walk through and we had the one you know the kitchen window was on the left yeah our best year we had one of our buddies sitting in the window in like a chair and we had like one of those lightning dome things that you can buy like spencer's gifts or whatever uh and you know we made the made the guy look like he was getting electrocuted you know yeah, you know, I was the one who got electrocuted, right? That was me. Oh, that was you? So <laughs> yeah. you were the one shaking. Yep, I, I, like I was were, shaking yeah. like I was getting electrocuted all night yeah. long. And I remember <laughs> that might have been the same year that we had our buddy Andrew up on the roof with a chainsaw. <laughs> oh, yeah, with a
0: chainsaw.
1: Man, those are good times, dude. Which he probably actually had the chain on it, too. You know what I mean? Like, was Probably. Even... Sounds like something he would do. I want to say one time, one of our buddies well, like was pretending to like hang in the tree or whatever, and like some punk teenagers like came up to him and like started messing with him them. and shit. It was noodle, and, like it was it was noodle. noodle? Well, of course it was. Yeah, I know he always gets messed. I thought with. it was Stefan. <laughs> you mean that guy Stefan? Oh yeah, maybe Did he ever. Well, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> if you if you're listening out there, whoever was hanging in our tree or whatever, um, you know, reach out to us and hey, sorry, you know. That was not our fault. I didn't I wasn't the one poking you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was the neighborhood punks or whatever. Well that was fun, man. That's a good good choice for this year. A little bit of a uh just just a, a sampling this is a fourteen track record. And as you can see, you're gonna go on a ride with these guys if you hit play. You know, the whole record is a whatever you call it, a pretty much like a playthrough record or whatever. Um, but the the singles off this record, if you're curious, Thunder Kiss '65 and Black Sunshine, which featured Iggy Pop, he was on the track. Nice. But uh, yeah, man, it's just a it's a blast to listen to. A lot of it has to do a lot of the imagery and the, even the, the you know the, the the lyrics have a lot to do with car muscle car culture. I guess like that drag racing stuff like that. They the the most played um the most sampled i guess movie on this record is a 1965 exploitation film called faster pussycat kill kill which is a movie about three go-go dancers who embark on a spree of kidnapping and murder in the california desert it sounds like how this album sounds yeah especially when you read some of the lyrics uh for this one grindhouse a go-go oh yeah just the title alone yeah, the title alone, right? Yeah. Yeah, the, the chorus. Jump in the back, a pack attack, give me that, dig in. Lethal mind, fugitive kind, hustle. That's the <laughs> chorus. Awesome. Anyway, so yeah, cue this up. Uh, you know, as you head out and, and, you, and you're, you're walking around your neighborhood tonight or driving around or doing whatever you're doing, you know, cue this up, hit play, and I think you'll enjoy it. And one more thing I wanted to, to I wanted to quote, I wanted to make sure I, I quoted this Kerrang! article. Kerrang! is like a really well-known metal um, website. The name of this review is called How White Zombies La Sexorcisto Gave the 90s the metal it secretly craved. And he makes a really good point, um, this person, Chris Crovaton, makes an excellent point about how like, you know, in the 90s, it was all about alt rock and then very shortly after this record came out grunge and like rock was you know sort of like reinventing itself reinventing itself like sort of in a way like taking itself kind of seriously the lyrics were more introspective and stuff like that but this record just said you know what we know what you guys want like you want to you still want to have fun we're not going to take ourselves seriously like we're just going to give you the the metal that you want you know because we're we're out of the 80s like there's no more spandex and stuff like that You know, Thrash kind of died. Death metal is kind of like what's about to happen. And like weird, like new metal. Like here's the metal that you actually want. You know what I mean? You know what I love about that, man? That is exactly what... I can't remember his name, but lead singer of Presidents of the United States of America. Yeah. Exact same thing. You know, we're here to lighten it up. Like I know like this. Yeah. This is fun music. It's time to get silly because... Disgrunge is just way too... Yeah. Way too tough. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So here's a quote. He says, With its reverb-drenched riffs, ragtag aesthetic, neon colors, and old-school horror references, La Sexorcisto was undeniably rad, and to deem oneself above it was to announce that you were a joyless ass (laughs) who got into rock and roll for all the wrong reasons. Nice. And then here's another quote. If there is one thing white zombie were out to do, it was to entertain. And with Les Sexorcisto, they provided all the druggy, creepy, high-octane heavy metal that fans craved, even if they were too focused on looking disillusioned and thoughtful to admit it. <laughs> so kind of making fun of how seriously rock was taking itself in the 90s. But, I mean, the funny thing is, like, Corn was also in the 90s. So, I mean, rock... yeah. Didn't always take itself, all you know, seriously as they're making it out to be. I think they're referring to, you know, the, the you know the grunge, the the flannel, the more like you know depressed kind of lyrics that were more in, introspective. '90s uh, email too, right? Was 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 there, right? right. Jimmy yeah. World and stuff like that. Anyway, spot on, I think, and that's what's great about this record. It's just a blast, man. Everything about it. Like if you look at the back, I've got the vinyl right here. If you look at the back. It's got like this like this drawing. You see that? Oh, yeah. That reminds me of that rap fink kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah, but that's exactly. Exactly. And that's. I wonder if that is the same artist. Could be. But that's more of that sort of like racing, drag racing culture, right? Yeah. Anyway. All right. So that was a couple of tracks from White Zombie's 1992 record, La Sexorcisto, Devil Music Volume 1. So again, cue it up hit play and you know have a safe Halloween night don't make stupid decisions people out there if you're still young enough to party because uh, we're not well happy Halloween everyone don't eat too much candy don't spoil your dinner and uh, Q thank you for jumping on I know you're a busy man you're 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 joining the rat race like the rest of us you got a desk job now that's right you're you're doing that that nine to five grind you know just eight like to five actually eight to five whoa so is that an hour for lunch or what 30 minutes it's kind of whenever i can find the time we don't it's not like scheduled i see at yeah. least not for now during my training we'll see i will try to hop on here as often as i can well you know we're coming up on december that means 2022 wrap is coming up and that's that's an episode a week devoted to Counting down our faves. So we'll have to figure out how to do that because we got to do it, Q. Got to do it. Well, you know, you're coming up here in December. So that'll throw a wrench in things. Or we could record one together. Maybe we could record one together. We'll figure it out. Yes, we will. And speaking of which, this will have already dropped, but um, Twin Sister, Mr. Twin Sister, one of my favorite groups, is coming out with a new single. It dropped on Friday. If you're listening, today on monday halloween and i was listening to some like they, they teased it a little bit on instagram Whew, it's going to be great man they got a saxophone coming in there which which Oof. they've done before so get ready that's they always they always do this man they they managed to make it on my best of list every year because they put singles out and stuff and i just love them so much dude so anyway i'm excited um, actually, I'm I'm actively excited because I'm already I've already heard this song. That's right, because today is Halloween. Correct. It is the 31st of October. It's definitely the 31st of October. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks as always for listening. Find us on Instagram. Just search for No Filler Podcast. That is where we like to connect with our listeners. If you email us, we may not read it. As that one guy, <laughs> I found out the hard way um and you know what I, I should probably check that gmail right now actually and see oh, if he responded yeah. to my response man. probably not though i think he probably wrote us off forever and he he said he said he wants t-shirts enough people have mentioned an interest in t-shirts that i should probably i should probably do something about that but um, yeah we should we should figure that out man yeah anyway colin if you're if you're listening again you know, sorry for taking months to respond to your email, but if we if we make t shirts, you're getting one. You're one of the first ones to get one. All right. Damn right. Find us on Instagram. That's Snowfiller Podcast. Just search for us, we'll pop up. And as always, you can find us on the Pantheon Podcast Network. Thanks again for listening. My name is Travis. And I'm Quentin. We'll talk to you guys later.